Amen. God bless you for being on today with Bishop Robert Johnson and the Real Talk Broadcast Network here on YouTube Live. Today is Tuesday, the 25th of July, 2017. We thank God for you, and we thank God for you tuning in today. Being with us once again in the studio as we produce another of God's show in regard to spiritual warfare. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. You are on with Bishop Robert Johnson. Spiritual Warfare, Part 9. Be blessed. Spiritual Warfare, Part 9. As we start today, we want to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time and this opportunity to speak your word, God. But most of all, not to show who forth what we are, but what your word is, what it can do, and the power that exists in your word. God, we thank you for being God over the universe, God of all, God of glory. And God, we just want to say we love you today. And most of all, we uplift your name for it is in you that we move and have our being. And without you, we are nothing. Amen. Help us to spread your gospel to your people so they can better understand how to serve your vision, your will, and your plan of redemption. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we thank you for tuning in with us again today. We are excited because we are back and we are dealing with spiritual warfare part nine. Amen. So let us begin and go ahead and start. So we're going to ask you to follow along with us. Um, today we're going to deal with the weapons of warfare. And a lot of people don't really deal with the weaponry of warfare. And I believe that it's important for us to understand how to operate in the spirit. And then 2 Corinthians 10, 4 said that the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Then if that is the case, we cannot wage war in our flesh. Amen. It's very easy to distinguish and understand those who are living for God and operating in God. There's some things today we want to share with you so you'll better understand how to live the abundant life in Christ, but yet with the element of spiritual warfare that it always exists. Jesus, God talks about this in Genesis 3.15. So one of the first things we want to look at is the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus. Amen. Um, in Hebrews, I believe 10 and 9, it says, we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus. The songwriter wrote a song that says, what can wash away our sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So if we remember and we go back to the book of Genesis, the book of origin or beginning, um, the first book of the Pentateuch or the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, we see that God deals with um, sin offering that had to be done for Adam and Eve. And um, the Bible said that they tried to hide and cover themselves 
with fig leaves, but I like the question that God asked both of them, who told you that you were naked? Amen. So the enemy wants to bring shame and confusion in your life. Consider again, who told you you were naked? So they try to cover themselves, but you can't cover God's vision. You can't cover God's plan or God's will. So then the Bible says that God made the first blood offering or sacrifice for man. Amen. But Adam and Eve were removed from the covenant promise of the covenant garden because they broke the oracles or the law of God or the commandment of God. The law was not given yet. So in that, God removed them. If you look in the genealogy in Matthew chapter 1, we don't find Adam or Eve, Cain or Abel. Amen. Because blood would no longer be represented or the representation of sin offering uh, because Jesus Christ would come to be the ultimate sacrifice for the world. That's what the Bible says. There remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. So then what happens is Jesus comes and because Isaiah 53 10 says, for it pleased the father to bruise him. In other words, to put him to death for you and I. So on the cross, the Bible said that they pierced him in the side and out of his side came both, both blood and water. We're going to teach what both of those are a later time. So then blood is for the remission or, or of sin, or, or water for the remission of sin, and blood is for the atonement of sin. So Jesus Christ became the ultimate sacrifice for the world. So if you are blood born again believer and you have been blood washed according to the Bible, and you have been identified according to Romans with Jesus Christ by faith through life and death, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new, whereby the enemy does not like the new life given to the believer, whereby there is constant persecution, torment, and struggle because you no longer walk according to the ways of this world. Because if you did, then that means the prince of this world is the devil or the enemy. You will be walking according to his standards. Um, we're going to talk about the new birth real soon. Um, let's look at the next one I think is really critical that we also examine this one. That would be born with power. Amen. So if you go to Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be witnesses of me. So God gives us power to be witnesses. But within the scope of this power, the enemy is always lurking to attack you. But what God does not do, he does not tell you to advance. He simply tells us to stand still and resist the enemy. Yet you have Deutimus, you have the authority of God because the Paracletus, the Holy Ghost, which is the helper, the one that aids you in and while you are standing or resisting. But the purpose and the reason it is to aid you and what it does, it prepares you to use God's word. Amen. And also the name of Jesus. Amen. Acts 4 and 12 says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Another word for save is to be set free, to be delivered, or to be brought out. So the name of Jesus, it gives you the ability 
to be removed from wherever the enemy wants to plant you or has you. But what you must understand, it's never about you. It's only about the call of God. So where the call of God is, God gave us his name, his authority to use uh, on our behalf when we are in trouble, when we are sick, or when we are under attack. You have the authority to use the name of Jesus. So wait a minute. What's in a name? When a woman marries a man, she takes on his name. And in taking on his name, she has right and access to everything that's that man's. It is the same thing with God, child of God. When you take on the name of Jesus through water baptism, you have right and access to everything that's his. So if he defeated the enemy, all you have to do is resist him and he's defeated. The Bible says he will flee. And then when one is in defeat, they are fleeing. They, is, they are going in the opposite direction of the power of God. Amen. We're almost done. There's another one we want to support you with. That's Proverbs 18 and 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous running into it and they are safe. Understand this. They are safe. Why? Because the name of the Lord is the place and the position that was set before the foundation of the world for you and I to live, operate in. In, in, in Proverbs, I believe, and let me see, let me make sure I got the right scripture. Isaiah 53, 1, who have believed our report? To whom have the arm of the Lord been revealed? The arm of the Lord, his word. If it has been revealed to you, and if you know who Jesus is, and you believe he died for your sin, and you understand the new birth and the regenerated mind, and you have given your life to Christ, you have the ability to use his word. Well, what's about the word of God? Jesus Christ is and was the word of God. He is God's word. Hebrews 10, 7, Jesus says these words. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book to do thy will, O God, and is written of me. Consider this, he is the spirit of God sent forth into the world, amen, to redeem and deliver everyone who were bound by the curse of sin. When Jesus came out of the wilderness, the Bible said that the enemy took him up to a high place and tempted him. Listen what Jesus says. He said, it is written. Child of God, if it's not written, we can't use it to support the warfare. If it's not written, God can't stand behind it. He said his word would go out and not return void. Then everything that's written in God's word, we have access through his power and through his death, through his blood to use his name. So there's three places today I want you to remember. If you're not born again, you, the blood is still there for you. Amen. The blood will never lose its power. Amen. But the power of God is in his name, in his word. The blood was placed there. Just like remember when the death angel passed in Egypt. If the blood was on the doorpost, your family were saved. All right. The, there was no death. It's the same thing today. His name now is written in our foreheads. Amen. God knows you. He loves you. And he cares for you. And listen, you never have to be afraid. Fear the acronyms of false evidence appearing real. God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and that of a sound mind. The enemy desires to take your mind. Because if he takes your mind, you can fall. There's one that I didn't give you. We gave you the blood. We gave you the name. And we gave you the word. There's one that's critical when I was doing my research. 
It's called repentance. Repentance removes you from the place or the position to where you have fallen, not from grace, don't, don't, don't do that, where you have fallen and God wants to reposition you or place you back. Revelation say, do your first work over. It's not going to start laboring again. It just simply means to fall all over in love with Jesus. The enemy does not want that. That is the greatest understanding of warfare, repentance. First John 1 and 9, if I confess my fault or my sin to him only, to God, he is faithful and just to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Watch this. The enemy can't consume you if you're not in unrighteousness. It's only when you are in those places living in unrepented sin that he can do things to your mind. But when you've given all over to God and you are living in the abundance of the word, not of the world, then God can use you. God bless you. We love you very much. And we thank you for tuning in with us today. This has been Spiritual Warfare Part 9. God is amazing, and his word is unchangeable. It won't change. God is not the God that he can lie. Neither is he the son of man that he must repent. Be blessed. We love you very much. If you are in the Bellflower, L.A. County area, come out tonight. We have an amazing Bible study. And man, overseer Brent Bryant and his amazing wife, Lady Anadia Bryant, will be teaching tonight. Come out and see what, or hear what, thus said the Lord. Amen. God bless you very much. In Jesus' name. Yeah, thanks.